Oh my god. Okay. So when do when is, are we start recording? It's recording right now. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so how how do we start? Um. Be like, hey bitches. What up in What up in the house? Okay. My name's Alba. I basically do porn on Snapchat now. <laughs> yeah. But I was a beauty blogger for a long time, and then before that, I was on Tumblr. I was an internet girl. I guess I would just, I honestly would refer to myself as an internet girl. Wow. Even though I technically, like, yeah, I know I do Snapchat porn, but I feel like I'm an overall. I think I can call myself an internet girl overall. I think I have the receipts. The receipts? Uh, the, the range? I have the receipts. I mean, I was on Tumblr since, like, when? Like, Oh, 12 or 11? No, before that. Before, well, before I, well, that. Well, I came, I came to find out about you like 11, I think. Probably 2010 at the, at the, at the earliest. I want to say, I remember when I got on um Tumblr, I was, I remember the day. <laughs> the exact, Is that iconic? The exact day? <laughs> it was after Christmas. Which, what account was it? What handle? I remember when I even got. remember me being on the laptop. <laughs> That, I don't even remember, I want to say it was a Mac. It was a white Mac laptop. This was back when Mac had, like, those white, big-ass laptops. And I was with Shuby, my cousin. It was the day after Christmas. If I have a really bad list, I have a Invisalign, so. It was the day after Christmas, and we were on my bed. And she was like, she found it. She's like, look what I found. It's this website called Tumblr. It's like a blog. Okay, she put you on. She did. Yeah, she put me on a lot of stuff. She was like my cool older cousin, like edgy. (laughs) Edgy? This edgy Soleil girl. (laughs) And I was like, okay, and we both made, like, we both made one. And that was Sunny Winters. Oh. Yeah. I didn't didn't know you then, then. Sunny Winters is like, that profile on Tumblr was so freaking old. I want to say I had met my boyfriend. Ah! I love you. <laughs> I love you. Uh, I met my little fucking teenage ass boyfriend around that time. So that was like 2007, 2008. Wait, a stretch? Wow. Well, Is I, that a reach? I don't know. I didn't know your ass back then. I want to <laughs> say that was honestly like 8, 9. 08, 09. Okay. That's, that's 10 years. That's respect. That's respect. Oh, okay. That's 10 years. That's crazy. Oh, my turn? Yeah. Uh, my name is Nelson. I'm a friend. I guess long time friend. <laughs> yes. Um, 2012 and minus 2019, seven years. So almost oh, a decade. God. Almost a decade. Um, I'm not an influencer, <laughs> but I do make a living online. I think for the most part, most, yeah. My, yeah, you do. My income is very internet based. I do social media marketing for a dispensary and I work with her part time doing things that will not be disclosed just more like assisting with like the porn stuff yeah <laughs> like adding people yeah. deleting people like back membership back end work and um yeah i do a lot of photo and video stuff online and i have my own i guess goals online but i don't really see myself as an influencer really i was on myspace for two years 06 08 and then I was on Facebook 2008. And then I remember I I saw, I met her online. She she had a different name. You were Muñeca. Muñeca Dash. Muñeca Dash. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite era. Yeah. Kawaii ass bitch. The scary ass lenses. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, this was like, I want to say 2010, 2011. I don't really remember. I think it was But I was in high school. I know that much. I wasn't officially like in high school. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I remember you announced your movie in Houston. Ah! And then that was that. <laughs> the iconic move? <laughs> and then we met. Okay, so we met at a Cheddar's in, in Humble, Texas by Houston, which is basically like the Denny's of Texas. So basically, here we are now. So yeah, I was on Tumblr. And then I was, I guess, on Instagram. I tried to migrate. Like everybody else. I was on MySpace first. I think everybody was on MySpace. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's like internet history. Maybe not like 2000 or 1998 babies, but for the most part. 
And here we are now. So what I do now is I basically, I'm an influencer on Instagram. Um, my at is Alba J. And I have like 900,000 followers on there. It's kind of split between a ton of men and some girls. It was majority girls for a hot minute. And then when I decided to do a premium Snapchat, um, a lot of girls left. Aww. <laughs> girls have left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Not on likes. <laughs> Not on likes. They're uh, building up. And then, I mean, I'm on Snapchat too, LJ. Um, and yeah. And I, we have lots of opinions on social media. I was in the beauty community for a long time, so I have lots of opinions on that. The booty? The booty community? Um... Our salon could probably be annoying if you're watching, if you're here watching, I love that. <laughs> if you're hearing the podcast and you don't like, like, for example, I like to say funny things like whole opinion. In my whole opinion. We're very Twitter. Yeah, we're really Twitter. Twitter-esque. But mm-hmm. we, I mean, let's be very clear. We know how to speak correctly. <laughs> disclosure? <laughs> disclosure. disclosure. If I was to go to an interview, I would not speak like that at all. But sometimes I like to be funny with my friends and, you know, say things like opinion. I'm finna. I'm finna. Finna. Oh, I'm from California, by the way. Houston influence? I'm from Houston. <laughs> yeah, girl. Finna. Yeah, finna's a Houston word, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, Jovan uses it. Okay, Jovan? Jovan. Jovan? Jovan. <laughs> You know he made another Twitter account and he got reported again. Again? Yes. The the drone thing got to me. I was like, ah, Obama's sexy. I know about the drone. <laughs> you know what's crazy? How do people view him? Like like newscasting people, like I think, LinkedIn ass people. <laughs> I think they they think he's like crazy. <laughs> the digital bear. Like his periscopes and stuff. I I think he's very entertaining. I think he's in his own lane. One hundred percent. The digital beggar. One hundred percent. He's in his own lane. He was able to like reach masses with like Twitter troll culture. Who could do that? Like stand Twitter <laughs> culture. Who could do that? Who could reach masses like that? I mean, for the most part, you go on Twitter and like that Twitter culture stays on Twitter. It doesn't even migrate to Instagram very the, well. The James Charles thing. That is so bad. I don't have nothing against James Charles at all. Wait, actually, I mean, he made racist comments. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the Ebola thing? Yeah. That was like 2014. Sir. 2018. Really? I remember that. I don't think, though. I think now, I want to say he's changed for the better. He doesn't seem like an evil person. I'm sure he's very nice. IRL in real life. He doesn't... I don't know. I've never met him. But I have a hard time thinking that he's a he's an asshole in person. He's a Gemini. He's a Gemini? Why did I think he was Leo? No. <laughs> no, keep it. I just... He doesn't come off like an evil-ass person to me. But I think he's very easy to make fun of. And, like, if he apologized... I, he didn't say nothing that offended me. So I can't speak for the people that he offended. But as far as me to him, like, I mean, he seems like, I don't want to say a normal person, but he seems like he wouldn't, like, fucking murder someone. I just, I just don't Or, think, like, be in the KKK I, I think there's just people that don't, that don't have a good sense of personal PR. Yeah, he does And he just fucks shit up on his own. This is my thing. <laughs> if you are going, like, if you're becoming an influencer, delete your fucking Twitter and make a new one. If you been, have said problematic things in the past. I understand sometimes you could be ignorant and stupid. I'm not going to sit here and act like everyone's perfect for their entire lives and we don't say ignorant shit sometimes. But I am so mortified by, like, the shit that I said. Like <laughs> We were stupid. <laughs> like, when I scrolled out, I'm triggered by the shit that I... No, yeah, me too. Me I remember too. I would, like, call you a whore aggressively. <laughs> but it was, like, a joke. And I'm kind of just like, what was in my mind? You dirty whore. <laughs> No, that's what I'm saying. Like, why don't these people delete their Twitters and make a new one? It's not that hard. Like, it is not that hard. Like, Laura Lee. Or clean clean it up that on tw- that for Twitter. I don't know about Instagram. Just delete it. I'm, I'm going to be honest. On Miss Alva J. Yeah. <laughs> I remember her. On Miss Alva J. I was a hot mess on there. I remember her. I was a hot mess. I remember one time I dragged down Rizzi's palette. Which one? I didn't drag it. The Anastasia Beverly Hills one. Oh. I didn't drag it, but I talked about how it was, like, burnt out. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, everyone's buying this fucking palette. Everyone's fucking talking about it. Okay, Miss Alma. Imagine she comes to me, that video clip of her. You fucking pussy ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me pull it up. They tag her? Ah, they tag her onto this? I just deleted the When I was like, okay, I'm going to like do my little Twitter now and hook it up to my Instagram and promote it. I just deleted it. I deleted it. Who knows what dumb shit I've been had said. No, I, um, I'm not proud of this, but I, I used to say the N-word a lot, but that was like not N, the E-R. Oh, yeah. Like the, the, the Southern, Jesus. the Southern A one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just grew up thinking that it was acceptable and it was normal. I grew up in Houston. So like when I got to college, I met a lot of amazing black artists and people that expanded my mindset. And I want to say the last time I said the end word was like 2015. I remember. Yeah, I, don't say that. I remember exactly when it was the last time I said it. Growing up, I said it too. Like in middle school, I think I started, um, and in high school, I mean the same reasons you. You think it's okay because everyone else says it, and you hear it in music, and then you grow up in Southern California, and you're Latino, so some people tell you like, "Oh, it's fine. I don't care if you say." It. I mean, we we're all kids at that time, so. I don't want to say you're ignorant to it, but you say it ignorantly, 100%. And then some people feel entitled to say it. But honestly, once I, like, oh, I don't want to say I uh, got woke. Because <laughs> I wouldn't consider myself a woke person like that. I think I I try and be socially aware. And I don't, I try to be unproblematic as I can and not offend people. So once it was like, hey, you know what? Y'all shouldn't say this word. Y'all being like people of color that are not black for these reasons. I was like, okay. And I stopped saying it. My thing though is like, if you know you have said problematic shit in the past when you were, I don't know, 15, 14, whatever it might have been. Like, what did Brother Nature get himself into? Uh, what, what, what was it? Kevin, what was Kelvin, that? Kelvin? What did he say that people were tripping about? I don't remember. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember. I don't know. He said something. When? Like, what was the context? Do you know? This is how he was able to move on past it that... Oh! I don't even know. I think... I think he said the N-word. Really? Or he says something. And he apolog- but he apologized for it right after. And he, he was like a kid. He was like young. Oh, no, 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 no. This was some, like... This was some Nazi-ass shit he had said. Oh, yikes. It was, it was bad. It was some... I remember. It's a screenshot... I think it's a picture, and it was some Nazi ass. But you know what? It, it reminds me of us. Yeah, it was you're some, stupid. It was some stupid ass, impulsive, whatever the fuck you want to call it. it made, I, I will say I was pretty young when I was being a fool like it that. It was incoherent. It made <laughs> no sense. It was like shock value ass statements. I will say, when people are like 20 plus, and they're saying some shit like that, I'm kind of like, was it really an excuse? <laughs> Oh my god, today, uh, Norbina, the, <laughs> what the, what the fuck is she? Is she, uh, <laughs> is she like the chief operations manager? At, is she, she's not CEO. So Norbina is Anastasia's daughter. But like, what is she in the company? I want to say she designs palettes. Oh, okay. So like creative director. She does a lot. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if she's like, what is, what is it? The person that's right underneath CEO? Chief? Chiefs. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um no chief right she had like right underneath her mom i want to say this woman's like right underneath she's her a mom. gm let's, let's let's say that a gm probably a <laughs> <laughs> okay so she made a she said she made a tweet today and she was like i want to see more uh artists that are poc people of color girl like so, so it's like a threat right like if she's inviting people i wish i could see me right now <laughs> Okay, it had good intent. In my opinion, it had good intentions. Let's. Get, I'm gonna give her that. So you know, the thread starts, and it's a lot of black artists. They're yeah. sharing this artistry, this makeup artistry. <laughs> and then you see this. Is this random white girl? <laughs> she's wearing like a purple wig. What? And she's like, y'all, y'all want to see color <laughs> or something like that? Is the thread open? Jackie, Jackie made Jackie Aina made a statement, and she was like, "Oh, y'all don't see co- y'all see color now or something like that." She's being funny. I cannot. And um, yeah, it was it was yeah. <laughs> like a lot of white artists starting putting their pictures on there. <laughs> I guess the word the the acronym people of color went over their head 
Like, it was ridiculous. Okay, so she specifically said... I like to say specifically. <laughs> I know it's specifically, but to be, I guess, funny to us. Okay, I'm at the tweet. So she tweeted, Marvina one looking to see more POC. Could you please tweet me your looks or those of MUAs that you support? Emojis. I don't see color. doesn't apply here to you. <laughs> <laughs> that is... When I saw that, when I, when I saw Jackie Ina say that, I thought she was shading Norvina. But uh, she's... <laughs> She was talking about the people on this thread. Oh, my God. Well, I do see a lot of... They probably deleted it. No, this was a white girl. I know th- I know. there's some Asian girls on there. I know there's some, like, medium, mestiza girls on there. But no, there was, there was like, a white girl. <laughs> she, had, <laughs> she had on this purple party city wig. You know what I think is so interesting? That brands do stuff like this. And I think what Marina is doing is great. But it's, like, you could easily go and find people of color to like t- retweet or to like post on and honestly Beverly Hills does a really good job at it but I don't know more could be said about what inclusion <sighs> I feel like they do I, I don't know I think they do a good job they do a good job but what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be like hey people of color only tweet me your looks uh, like people I'm over I'm over Makeup artists on Instagram and Twitter having to do the absolute most to get their looks seen. But I think times have just changed and it's oversaturated. But it's like hire someone to specifically scope out people of color or like for a whole month, just scope out people of color and like maybe do it. But to be like, hey, everybody tweeted out. I just think this isn't talking about me, me people being inclusive or the brand being inclusive this is more just so for the fact that people need to get their work out there and it's i don't know i think there's other ways to go about it does that make sense it should be more like routine instead of like yes this is a special casting call yes 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 because in a way like hire like a black um or like a brown what do you what do you call that pr manager marketing person specifically scope out people of color all the time and i mean they do, honestly, also Beverly Hills does do a good job at that, but I'm tired of it being such a, like, fiasco every time, like, but this is, again, just me being fed up and me seeing how the beauty community, people are, like, begging to get seen, and it's just, like, when is this shit gonna change? But it's, like, can it change? Is there even enough room for everybody? Is there? The questions, the important questions... Talking about the beauty community, this is why I kind of called it quits because I just don't want to do it anymore. And I think these things have to be said and these things have to be heard. If you are trying to make a living off of beauty Instagram, good fucking luck. It's like the what, what I would see. That had 9,000 tweets. The what? Her tweet, the responses... I kid you not. No, it's, was a, like, it's a competitive interest, industry. It's a billion dollar industry. Like... There was, okay, so this is a tweet, right? It was eight hours ago. There's, like, about 5,000, 4,955. It's going to reach 5,000 hearts, likes. There's 9,273 comments on it, right? That's a comment. Replies. Replies. There's 9,000. Okay, well, you don't know Twitter like that. (laughs) I do, but, like, I don't. I don't know the terms. 9,273 replies to it. That is a sea of people. 10,000 people? Bitch. Trying to get seen. That's like a shit ton of people <laughs> trying to get seen. But this is a, kind of on a different topic. I kind of like went for <laughs> That's what you have to do nowadays to get seen. And even then, it's like you still might not get seen. Like, when are people going to talk about that? People need to start being realistic. Like, I don't think people are being realistic. I don't think brands are talking about it. I know they're like, oh, we want to look at smaller influencers, blah, 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 blah. But... At a point, they, they need to say, like, there isn't enough room for everybody. You could go there and share your art 100%. That will always be enough room for. But for everybody to make money off of it, someone needs to tell these people, like, it's a hard... It's like going to Hollywood at this point to become an actor or an actress. It's become, like, a cliche thing. Kind of, yeah, yeah. That's the perfect way to say it. Cliche. Becoming an influencer, <clears throat> especially a makeup and. Ins- um, influencer, it has become like the next like 
hey, I'm going to Hollywood to become an actress or hey, I want to be a pop star. But I, with the influencing thing, I think it's different. I think it, it kind of just lands on you if it does. If it's like meant to be or if variables just lined up right. Yeah, you can have like the bare minimum of talent. <laughs> the bare minimum uh, It has to be said. <laughs> oh, the bar. Some of y'all want to be real bad. <laughs> But it must be said. Oh my god! Yeah, some people just get. I think some people just get lucky, or some people just they're calculating. Or, or let's be honest, they cloud chase and they social climb their way to the top. That's true. That must be said too. That must be said too. Because I don't want to say names. You know what? I'm just gonna say it. It is what it is. Ah! I mean, it's the truth. Like Manny Mua social climbed his way to the top. Yeah. Tell me about to be real mad at me, <laughs> but it must be said. <laughs> and I don't have again. I don't have nothing against these people. Like, there's really no one that it's has just, done me no, wrong. Honestly, it's just it. It's like the industry. Cause like I would um I like I said I was never an influencer, but I would I would make this girl's videos. So <laughs> in a way, I consumed the same industry, and I would just see. I, I don't know. I'm a very receptive person. I'm not. You know what I mean. I I pick yeah. up on things. I pick up on patterns. So, uh, you know, and then just hearing her experience, it's just, it has, the, the beauty industry just has this superficial stereotype to it. And then there's people with ulterior motives. And then the epicenter of this industry is LA. And LA is just infamous for being And they're the ones who make, they're the ones who make it though. It's usually the ones who, like, social climbed that make it. That has a big part of the culture. And it's, that part trips me out because, like, even if you're trying to be, oh, you know what? No, because some people that are pop stars could barely sing. But let me not, let's not do that today. It's <laughs> not episode. Um, Selena the Whispering Queen. Ah! Ah, you know, I do like her music, though. She has this one song called Fetish. I like it. I had never heard it before. Oh, the video's cute. Mm-hmm. She's the soul. Oh. Ah, a king queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was she masturbating? Supposedly. Oh, I guess. Suggestive? So uh, that's really abrasive down there. No, not with soap. She was eating it. Oh. Like a fetish. Okay, electric chair. Uh, electric chair. <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh my god. No, but yeah, part of it and yeah, some of it is personality. Like Nikita kinda did the same thing too. Oh, I remember you told me you was kind of cool with her. Y'all was mutuals for a little bit? For a little bit. <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> you looked at the mic like tea. <laughs> I mean, she was nice to me. Nothing wrong yeah. again. But yeah, people 100%. Oh, bitch, I passed you up on followers. Unfollow. Yeah. Like, that's the culture. And it's it's ugly. And then it's it, toxic. It's not for everyone. And then it's kind of just, it kind of just gets to the, like, it kind of just depends on the person you are and your character and where your morality lies. Yeah, like, you could not be like that and make it. 100%. I mean, look at Jackie. Jackie's not like that. Jackie Aina, mm-hmm. she's like someone that she's gonna follow you. She thinks you're cool, and that's that. Period. Mm-hmm. And she interacts with smaller people. Yeah, she does. One hundred percent. She does. She's doing this thing called Melanin Mondays. I think it's kind of like she'll. It's like a, like a Snapchat takeover, but on her story, oh, and she'll okay, highlight okay. Uh, an artist. No, yeah, and there's other people too that I probably just don't don't talk to often. But she's one that I you could say I'm like I've spoken to her a few times, and I would consider myself to be friendly with her. But yeah, there's also people that would 100%, oh, okay, you, like, you aren't cool enough. I'm gonna follow you. <laughs> like, and it's, honestly, it you it's either you're gonna play the game or you're not. I didn't want to play the game. I was too exhausting for my ass. And not only that, like, if, even if you do want to play the game, good fucking luck. Because these people know that you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna let you? they know you're social climbing let's say you're like okay I don't give a fuck I'm gonna go to LA and social climb my ass good luck finding Miss Nikita you're gonna have to find her ass somehow at an event and oh my god I love you so much can I get your number can we hang out girl good luck getting that hangout (laughs) they're gonna be they're like hyper aware of it now yeah of course they're hyper aware and if they let you in they know there's a possibility you're only getting in to try and let's be real like most people are gonna do that anyone that's like i want to hang out with the cool kids yeah you might think they're cool and fun to hang out with but at the end of the day if you're trying to start a youtube channel too then you're kind of doing it for clout period 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 like that's just that's just the way the cookie crumbles and yeah like that okay 
the makeup when I started to do makeup blogging, it wasn't in the very, very beginning, but it was kind of in the beginning, like maybe like a year in. And a lot of it had to do with the content you were putting out. 2015 or 2014? Yeah, 2015, 2016-ish. A lot of it just had to do with content you were putting out. You were able to grow in numbers. Now you can't, like you can't. You could can put out the most fire shit and still not really get the reception that you would have gotten in 2016. Like, you know who every time, I'm just like, this bitch would have been so big. Like, in 2016. Not saying this person cannot be big now, just saying they would have been blown up in 2016. Um, Strash me? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Take my wig. <laughs> like, she's someone who... What's her name, Ashley? I think so. She was in Alaska? Yeah. Her looks are everything. But yeah, like I I've seen her videos before. She's not gonna social climb like that. Yeah. She wants to get there based off her work. And I mean she has had success one hundred percent. A hundred thousand people, even though now it's like, oh you're a small influencer. Are you fucking kidding me? A hundred thousand people? I mean, okay, if you compare it to like four mil, yeah, that's kind of a small number, but that's still a ton of people. You can still generate economy. Oh, yeah. With that. You could. The thing, though, is there's a lot of people that I've seen now with good talent that, like, beautiful makeup, like, posts that they do that, like, aren't breaking, like, 50K. Does that make sense? No, yeah. And it's just oversaturation. And it's like, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, at this point, it's just like, if you're going to, if you want to do this makeup shit, do not do it because you want PR and because you want to make money and you don't want to be working the job. Don't do it because of that, because you're probably going to be disappointed. It's like working out for the vanity of it. It's like, it's an empty promise and it's not enough, I feel like. For a long to, term? To keep you going, yeah. It's I not- mean, honestly, working out to look good is enough for me. <laughs> but like... <laughs> It's kind of like skipping out a lot of things in the middle of it. You're skipping out passion. You're skipping out discipline. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? discipline. Yeah. So when you, when you take all of those yeah, things out. Yeah, you feel good. Let me, that was really narcissistic. <laughs> Let me go back a little bit. Yeah, I do work so out like to look good. If you're, good. if you're 100% beauty blogging just to make money, you're skipping production value. You're skipping the passion of it. You know what I mean? If you're not doing it because of those things, you're going to burn out quick. Yeah, you are going to burn out quick. If you're not doing it... But what I'm saying is you could you could try and do it and you might never get the subscribers you want. That's just the reality of life. I'm yeah. not going to be cookie cutter. And then people have to resort to like clickbait. So do it because you like it. They have to resort to clickbait. They have to resort to the social climbing. Oh, yeah. Like, I still do makeup. I, st- I do my makeup almost every single day. I sit my fat ass down in front of my mirror. <laughs> Okay, I watch my little YouTube videos. D-H-A-T. I put on my makeup. I there's I just bought okay just I was in um no my friend Peter came to visit uh, and we rest. went to Sephora and I bought the Kevin Aquan Central Skin Enhancer. Is that expensive shit? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, a Taurus. A Taurus is be like. And I also bought a Guerlain. Guerlain? I don't know how to say it. I'm uh, not sounds like French. I've never heard I'm of sorry. Guerlain bronzer that was like expensive too. And I, I love those two new products. And I haven't talked about them because it's no longer really what I do like to to share on my social medias anymore. Like it's just something that I like passionately, but I just don't find I think I'm also exhausted too. Like of, Oh yeah, the love that level of consumerism. Yeah. The PR every single release it's not about it's not about the art it's not about artistry it's not about passion it's about selling product it's yeah. about promoting a code yeah that has a lot to do with it too unless you're following the correct type of influencers so if you like makeup and you like doing makeup looks but you don't find the need to necessarily post them don't post them like if you want to post them because you genuinely just want to post them and share then do it but don't expect much out of it because you never know and you don't want to be disappointed. I don't know. I think I'm... Maybe am I a pessimist? I, you know what? I'm not a pessimist. No, because I, I see your position. I would have got tired too. I'm just I, realistic. I would have got tired too. Because like... Well, for a different reason, maybe. Because like all of that PR. And then I'm... Like I said, like I'm very aware. So like, you know, going to the store and seeing these girls and men. The girls. Or non-binary, they, them, whoever consumed makeup. You know, I think about all of that 
material being bought, all those, all of those, so, what do you call them? Components. Yeah. All of, all of, all of those minerals and shit. And then I got, I got to the point where I realized it's just repackaging, rebranding, remarketing the same colors, the oh same God, look. Yeah, there's so much makeup now. Holy shit. And then everything just comes out in seasons and then people end up buying things because their favorite influencer uses it and they endorse it. It's just, it's a lot of consumerism and I'm, I don't know. I'm, I personally, like I see through it. So I like I would be conflicted as a if I was in that space as a creator because I would be I would honestly be beyond it and I just wouldn't want it I would feel conflicted morally conflicted Yeah, it's so much. Oh my god! I remember I sound like an old woman. And you still get PR <laughs> back in like my days. Random ass. Someone was like, "Why is this um whore ass bitch getting PR still? <laughs> you don't deserve it." I would <laughs> like, like memorize like the ad name and everything. <laughs> Remember, I was just like, damn, I guess she was upset. Um, I remember back in the day, you couldn't find like really nice quality colored eyeshadow. Well, the best I had was the BH Cosmetics 120 palette and like the fucking eBay palettes 124 color. Like that's the best we had. And now, holy crap, you have so many options for makeup. It's ridiculous. You could go on Sephora. You could go online. You could go to the Morphe store. You could go to the... NYX has their own store. <sighs> Let me not. I would have died if I was in high school and NYX had their own store. Bitch, I would have been in there every single day of high school. Okay, NYX. I was obsessed with makeup like that. Like, And I still love makeup. I think I'm going to love makeup till the day I die. Oh, yeah, I'm a dumb bitch. I used to think that it was NYX. I mean, you can say NYX. <laughs> you can say NYX or NYX. <laughs> People say both. But the only place that I could find NYX was in the hood, in the little beauty salons, the beauty shops, or I had to buy it online. They have their own stores now. Morphe has their own store, too. That's amazing. Yeah. I used to go when Morphe had the little busted-ass store. <laughs> and where is it? I forgot. In LA? It's in LA, but it's Monte specific. Lillo, no, it's a specific little part in LA. Let me look it up. It was a little store. I mean, it wasn't busted, like, my bad. But, you know, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Morphe, I'm so sorry. But it wasn't, like, their stores now look so elegant. Like, they're competing mm -hmm. with top dogs, you know? And, I mean, they're competing. Mm -hmm. They're not just catching up. They're competing. Burbank. Mm -hmm. They're starting Burbank. Well, that's where, like, a lot of people would move that go to LA. Yeah, Burbank. <laughs> it's like the... I think that's where Diplo The lives. one studios he are there. He owns the property there. Okay, Diplo. <laughs> I love Diplo. You know what? Hearing this, Diplo me up. I love him. Why the fuck would we be hearing this? You never know. You've been following random ass people. Me? I'm like, hey. Who? Diplo. Oh. I'm saying Diplo. Yeah. I had it doubted, but okay. On the topic, have you walked into a Morphe store? I've the only one that I've seen is the um, is the the one in. Mile, mile, oh fuck, Planet Hollywood? The yeah, Mile High Shops? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Mile High my, Shops. My, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's that's a, funny they call it that. And, uh, and I see, I remember walking by it, and I remember the James Charles oh. video piece. <laughs> and I remember seeing the Keto Dragon on the, like, giant ass image. Yeah. But I didn't walk in. <laughs> uh, their stores literally, like, they compete with, like, Mac Cosmetics now. No, they're nice. It's nicely produced. And I think they thrived off of being accessible to what? Would you say middle class? Yeah, 100%. Middle class. Like, you don't need to, like... Mac is still expensive compared to them. Mm -hmm. It's, like, you premium. Yeah. Okay, like, premium? I want to say Mac lipsticks are still $14, $15, when I want to say Morpheus half the price. And NYX is a quarter of that now? That was not... Those, those makeup items at those prices were not accessible like to go and literally pick it up and take it home back in my day like an old woman so yeah <laughs> you have so many options now it's insane what makeup has done but i do think kind of i don't want to say makeup's falling out but i think the people that originally loved makeup so much the sugar pill girls like the people that love color and doing creative looks i think they're staying and I think, like, you know, the random little girlies that got into makeup during the time and were obsessed with buying every new palette and were obsessed with buying every new lipstick, I think that's fading. I think that culture of makeup that was so heavy in, like, 2015 to, I want to say, maybe 17, maybe 18 is, like, dying. 
and like only like the actual true makeup lovers or the every occasional makeup people like they'll watch the videos and stuff but i don't think anymore it's like oh my god i need this Too Faced palette. Yeah. I need. I don't think it's like that. It's slowly dying out because you don't. You I, don't need every fucking I palette. Think, I think the consumer caught on. Yeah, 100%. Like, they caught on to sponsorships. They caught on to advertisement. They caught on. They would They would question the influencer, too, no? They would attack them and, you know, oh, 100%. this is a sponsor. Yeah, a lot of times it is. Sometimes it's not, but a lot of times it and is. And then a lot of people just caught on to reviews being fraudulent. Like... That looks terrible on you, and you said it looks great. And also, <laughs> also, not everybody is meant to do reviews. I'm someone that I can't do reviews because I like everything. <laughs> like, again, this is coming. I sound so annoying, but I'm just gonna say it. I used to like my makeup was cheap. I'm impressed by anything. <laughs> like, I used to do the 120 palette. Like I'm saying, my BH Cosmetics. So. If you put in my face an Urban Decay palette and like out of 20 shades, 12 of them are really, I really like them. And the other ones I couldn't really care for. To me, it's still an overall good palette. You're not critical about it. I'm not super critical about it like that. But I will say getting PR is different than going out and buying makeup. If I go out and I buy, for example, the Moondust palette by Urban Decay, that was $50. That was a terrible purchase. Like, this specific palette that I went out and I spent my own money, $50 worth, on this palette with a few little glitter shades sucks ass. Now, if I would have gotten an NPR, I was... I don't know what it feels like to spend $50 on that. Yeah, Does like, that make you're sense? You're, like, desensitized to it. You're desensitized to it. And not only that, it's really hard to be like, yes, this is worth it because price matters when you're buying makeup, 100%. So, like, for example, the Guerlain bronzer, yeah, it's worth it. $65, but, again, it's worth it to me. Okay. To, to me. me. You know, and, like, the Kevin Aquan, I don't know about that. The sudden, I don't think I know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> you see, again, like, Is why reviews are important. Really? I don't think I'm applying it correctly under the eye. It gets kind of clumpy sometimes. Uh, I don't think I'm spreading it out enough. Oh. <laughs> you spread it out. Okay, application. <laughs> it's crazy how, like, these preteens are coming out. And they're like, beat. And they're skipping that thin-ass eyebrow, <laughs> the clumpy-ass eyeliner. I'm going to say this. <laughs> I think that's fine. You got 14 No, I just think it's funny. No, that it is it's, funny. It's progression. But like, great. You didn't have to struggle. That's amazing. But you have 14-year-olds breaking. But you know what I think is unfair? What? Uh, yikes, I hope. You know what? I don't know about unfair, but I think it's interesting. How you'll have like these children, like these 13 year olds, doing makeup looks that are like cute, right? They're nice little makeup looks, for, especially for a 13 year old. Mm. And they're like garnering like hundreds and thousands of followers within like months. I mean, that's a new, de- that's a new demo. It is a new demo. But it's, I guess to me, because I see people that put in amazing makeup looks. Mm hmm not get the reception that i i guess again this is all subjective right think they should be getting that i'm like really no because like what so that's a 14 year old girl doing makeup there's a new wave of 14 year old girls on mm-hmm. instagram they're gonna flock to yeah. what they recognize and but what i they see. i understand that too you know i understand I mean? that too but it's just like damn like makeup companies are gonna pay this 14 year old for a sponsored post mm-hmm. So it, it kind of just it depends it literally if they, if they lined up for that person and it just fell that's what I'm saying it's kind of a hard industry to get into mm-hmm. and people need to the reason why I say like people need to know this because it kind of is like I've had friends like want to quit their jobs Jesus or like invest <laughs> and invest money don't quit your job to be an influencer <laughs> be an influencer first yes. and then quit your job <laughs> and like invest money into cameras and invest money into lights and be like I want to start a YouTube channel and, and you, you need to learn how to edit and like, I, yeah you can't you can't have your first thousand and be like okay I'm gonna outsource and you know what's <laughs> crazy now that a lot of like well it depends on your editing style but like Back then, you were able to get away with iMovie. Now it's like, fuck. Why can't you? Jesus Christ. But I do think that as far as, like, vlogging and overall, if you're just interesting enough, people will watch. Mm-hmm. 
But again, you, you never fucking... Everything is subjective. I don't watch a lot of people People that people watch. Does that make sense? Like, because it's not my interest. I'm a 25-year-old woman. Ugh, I mean, I'm not that old. But, like, what am I going to be doing watching Emma Chamberlain? I don't know who that is. She sounds like a cute girl, but... <laughs> you don't know who that is? No. She's like this big-ass vlogger. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, I remember I would get to the point where I'm like, it's too many of y'all. I can't keep up. <laughs> Like, I think I would be better off. You know what I watch? I watch documentaries. <laughs> I watch documentaries. I watch, true like, true, cri- true crime videos. Death. Like, again, everyone's demo's different. So, like, if you're 25 years old like me and you're trying to do a makeup channel, you're not, you might not get what you want out of it if you're just looking to have a super big channel and get all the PR in the world and get hella sponsorships. It's going to take time. And you need to be very consistent. Very consistent. And even then, like, I hate that. I'm Is that hard? I just don't like people to get their hopes up and, like, give things up, like, their jobs and invest so much money. And Do people talk about beauty blogging? Like, Gary Vee style? Is there... Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be the Gary Vee of beauty blogging. <laughs> get up and do it! <laughs> no. I feel like that's just... There's bad. a level of sugarcoat, though. I think. People do sugarcoat. Oh, follow your dreams. Yeah. If I could do it, anybody can, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) Like, that's like, I mean, it's a nice message, Mm -hmm. but it's It's not realistic. That's like Beyonce being, when have y'all heard Beyonce be like, you could be the next Beyonce. She's not going to say that. She's not going to say that. Because <laughs> it's not realistic. <laughs> like, it's a very nice sentiment when, you know, YouTubers are like, oh, if I did it, you could. And it's true. You could do it, too. But you you also could not do it. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> you could and you also could no, not. No, there's a level of discipline. That's and there's a level of luck. <laughs> it's true. Okay, chance. For example, like, me being on Snapchat. Yeah. And being, like, curated. To a ton of boys. Hey, boys, if you're hearing this, I don't know why you'd be. <laughs> I think we would have lost you in like the no. first ten minutes. Oh, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> if you're if you're a straight man watching this, and you got this far, give us a five star review. <laughs> yeah, that was kind <laughs> of out. Five star of, <laughs> that was kind of out of nowhere. I mean, I will say I did think that I would be able to cater to that because it's like I'm Latina. I'm fetishized a lot. Yeah. From men, and no, I'm I think it's small. I think it's just you know the internet is an algorithm, and if you're you fall into the equation and it works for you, then you literally you got lucky. Yeah, but it is kind of hard um to fall into the algorithm. Like there's certain genres that are harder, easier to get into, and the makeup one is one of the harder ones. Like it's literally easier to become an Instagram top model Tots. than it is to um break into the <laughs> break into like the makeup industry. Cause I, you know what I will say this like. The talk community, me, <laughs> like we're very supportive of what the, at least right now. The sex workers, like we'll shout each other out. We'll do S for S on our stories, but I do think the makeup community tries to do that. But I don't know if they see growth like that. Maybe a maybe a bit, but I think it's because I mean girls are more selective. Um, girls, boys, whoever is into makeup that wants to follow makeup artists, I think they're more selective. While, like, a guy, as long as, like, the girl, to him, is semi-attractive, he's gonna follow, follow her. I mean, unless he has a girl or something. The thirst follow is real. The thirst follow. Or, there, I think there's literally, like, teenagers, like, 17-year-old boys that just follow a ton of girls they find that are hot. Mm-hmm. It's not that deep for them. Well, for example, like, if you're following someone because you want to see different makeup, you might really be like, do I really like her makeup good enough? You may like her makeup, but you may not like their personality. Yeah, so then you will like follow. vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could just easily follow a, a makeup page altogether and not even deal. I personally am at that point now in my life. Fuck the influencer. Like, like not to be mean, but it's so easier for me. To just follow like a fashion page. Mm-hmm. I follow. Just I, I don't. I don't think I follow too many people. I like. I like Stretch Me. I like Jackie. I watch. I actually watch Jackie to watch her. Mm-hmm. I like Sarai. She's she's cute. Miles J. You watch Miles J. I love Miles J. <laughs> Who do I follow oh like that that I really really like? But Miles J to me is more like a personality. I'm. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. He I mean? is. Um, I don't. 
The people I follow are so random. Rave Dora. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't follow makeup people anymore? I mean, I follow Karen. I follow Desi and Katie. I love Katie. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Katie. I don't know why. <laughs> I like Katie so much. And I was like, Katie taught me. We have, <laughs> I have a very polarizing opinion of Miss Katie. Why? I just I don't know, but you're right. She she does she does she does give the kids more versatile looks at Miss Go- Tan Golden J. Ah, it's her brand. You know. <laughs> ah, but you know, oh my god, I remember meeting Desi Perkins. She was cute. She was sweet. Desi sweet. I was like, she's I stand. A nice girl. Yeah, she's I stand the video production. Person. Yeah, her Pisces ass. She's sweet. I saw her and then I, I introduced myself and I was like, I really like the way you edit. And she was like, what? She was surprised. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe the <laughs> Hennessy was in the, the, the system. <laughs> but she was surprised. Like, she, I don't think people compliment her. when Well, back then. This was like, what? 17? 16? Yeah, because yeah. editing is so like, mm-hmm. you have to have an eye for it to be like, well, I like the way you edit. But now people are catching on. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this, this vlogger I told you about, Emma Chamberlain, apparently that's why she got big. Because oh, really? her style of editing was very like, I don't know, like office style. Like she would zoom in. Oh, like it was funny. Yeah. It was comedy. She made the editing part of her video mm-hmm. to be funny. So people found her vlogs on, I'm going to be real. I've never watched one of her, <laughs> her videos before, but this is what I hear She sounds Kim. like somebody from like the Marie Antoinette era that you love so much. The Marie Antoinette era. Like Emma Chamberlain. Like that sounds like something. Oh, the was. name. She's this girl that always wears a scrunchie. <laughs> and like her high-waisted shirt and mom jeans. <laughs> Like, that's her fucking brand. I've never watched her, but she's very controversial right now. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, the vlogging shit is a whole another thing. Is there someone I stand, though? I love Bretman. Bretman's cool. I think he's very likable. Who else? The Leo. Right now, I've really been liking Daisy. I feel like people just hate on her so much that I'm like, no. Okay, so what's her... She's on documentary, right? I don't know. I think. Because she is hella... She's an anomaly. Imagine being undocumented and you're an influencer. Like, how does that work? I think she has protected herself. And she, I'm sure. And she's, like, public. Well, she was. I remember there was a video. Yeah. She, there was a video where she talked about it. That's why I don't get why people don't like her. Like, to me, she's always been very vulnerable. I think she just kind of has, like, like, maybe, like, a stuck-up-girl attitude. Like an ego? Like an ego. Kind of, like. Yeah, I'm that bitch. Hey, guys. Like, but... Okay, and... Like, so she has a little bit of an attitude. Like, I think, though, if you were to go up to her, she'd be a nice person. I haven't heard none about her being rude or anything. She'd be acting. I think she just has her little moments where she likes to feel herself. Like, damn. Like... She'd be performing. Can a girl feel herself a little bit? And just act a little cocky long? I guess how long we've been recording. Like an hour. Wait... An hour. Yeah, 15 minutes. Wow. That's not hard. I'm a witch. I'm a witch. <laughs> I'm psychic. <laughs> my mind just... What does Wendy say? I have the, I mind, have, I have the mind of a mess. I have the mind of a mess. <laughs> the, the mind of a... She but like she, stutters. She fumbles like three times. Uh, She's eating like fries. You know what? I need to watch more people like Wendy. <laughs> I've like I, I, I watched her before. Mookbang She's videos? Funny. I deadass watch like... I love the, the crab people. Oh my god, that's the whole brand of mukbangs. <laughs> like, specifically, like, seafood like that. Yeah. These giant-ass, like, alien-looking crustaceans. You know what? I'm gonna just say it. It must be said. I hate that eating seafood sometimes is so complicated. Oh. Bitch, can my food be prepared, please? I remember I had, when I was eating meat back then, <laughs> I tried crawfish. I was disgusted. Really? I, I, it, was just, it was too much. It was like literally eating a cockroach. With a red shirt. Oh, opening everything yeah. up. Yeah, it's annoying. And then I've had lobster before, and it's just really gummy. Oh, I like, I like I that. I don't like the chew. I don't like the chew. Oh, I like that about lobster, yeah. that it's gummy. But even opening up the lobster is annoying, too. Okay. <laughs> and then shrimp. You know what? When you have to clean the poop out of the shrimp, that shit grows me out. Did you do that? Disgusted? The, the, <laughs> <laughs> did you do that at the Korean barbecue place? They had cleaned it somehow. Oh, okay. I was like, Skills? Oh. But I still had to, like, get like crack and it's kind of annoying when like you're trying to like eat a ton of stuff and like you specifically have to like fucking strip the shrimp strip <laughs> oh, strip oh my god okay well I think we've been going at it for an hour what, what are we gonna name this preface 
Okay. Like <laughs> Preface, prelude, hit us. Other topics we're going to talk about? I think a whole variety of things. I mean, we have a lot of things that we talk about consistently, like the internet culture, um, the industries that we, I won't, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say affiliated with, but we are, we're aware of. Like internet influencing culture. Yeah. Um, men. Men. Boys. Being a sex worker <laughs> versus being a beauty blogger. Sexuality. Maybe right. even marijuana and drugs. Drug. Oh my god, we have drugs. Underground. Oh. Ah, drug so stores. Under, underground world, like Vegas shit. Drug stories. What else? Maybe like. And what I think whatever stories like that. I think do Q and A's. Not people like that shit. Yeah, probably Q and A's. We do. I want to bring like people on the show. Okay. It would be fun to like talk to other beauty gurus. Mm-hmm. Oh, gurus. Is that problematic? My bad. Beauty influencers. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, my friend Tina. We both have a lot to say because it's so interest. It's so interesting. It's it's an industry. It's a job. You know. It's not just a post. It, we don't have a time mark, right? That we have to. No. Uh, me and Tina were talking about how like. Well, we'll leave it at this, but I'll kind of explain what we were talking about. Because we were saying how, like, brands don't know how to act. Influencers don't know how to act. And we think it's because this whole territory is so fresh. It's so fresh. Like, you're talking about big-ass corporate, multi-million dollar corporations starting to reach out to normal people who just have a popular social media. Like, that concept is not a familiar concept. What was it? <laughs> that concept is not familiar it's like what maybe a few years old it's not yeah it's not maybe new. like i don't even think it has a decade it's not new and like that that income that new wave of income isn't recognized by like institutions like the the housing market like you had problems trying to rent yeah, a house I did. it was because this difficult. was your income and people weren't taking it seriously yeah it was difficult so yeah you know? there's a whole so, but politics to, to that. Act. There's people a whole politics to, to that. Yeah, people don't know how to act, including brands. And I think brands are barely catching on. Like, okay, <laughs> what are we doing here? There's a, there's a standard that needs to be developed. Exactly. And do you know what I'm saying? Like, people don't really know what's wrong. People don't really know what's right. And I agree. There's really no standard right now with that. It's just interesting to talk about. So that's kind of what we're about. We hope you guys found this entertaining. I hope I didn't come off like a church. No, I don't think so. I think we just have personalities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you very much. I'm, thank I'm you gonna, guys. I'm gonna try my hardest to make nice podcasts. T Y S M. Yeah. I'm gonna try. Thousands were doing a lot. I'm just like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm. I literally was like, I'm just here to talk. You're gonna promote. I suck really bad I think at tech I stuff. I think that's the the, the good. The thing that you're gonna do. Marketing. Promote. But yeah, thank you very much, and well, I don't know. We'll see where this goes. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Toodles.